in the square, some of the more adventuresome boys would tie their little sleds on behind the farmer's carts to be pulled along for quite a distance. It was wonderful sport. While the fun was at its height, a big sleigh drove up. It was painted entirely white, and the driver wore a white shaggy fur cloak and a white shaggy cap. As the sleigh drove twice around the square, Kay quickly hooked his little sled behind it, and down the street they went, faster and faster. The driver turned around in a friendly fashion and nodded to Kay, just as if they were old acquaintances. Every time Kay started to unfasten his little sleigh, its driver nodded again, and Kay held on, even when they drove right out through the town gate. Then the snow began to fall so fast that the boy could not see his hands in front of him as they sped on. He suddenly let go the slack of the rope in his hands in order to get loose from the big sleigh. But it did no good. His little sled was tied on securely, and they went like the wind. He gave a loud shout, but nobody heard him. The snow whirled and the sleigh flew along. Every now and then it gave a jump, as if it were clearing hedges and ditches. The boy was terror-stricken. He tried to say his prayers, but all he could remember was his multiplication tables. The snowflakes got bigger and bigger, until they looked like big white hens. All of a sudden, the curtain of snow parted, and the big sleigh stopped, and the driver stood up. The fur coat and the cap were made of snow, and it was a woman tall and slender, and blinding white. She was the Snow Queen herself. We have made good time, she said. Is it possible that you tremble from cold? Crawl under my bear coat. She took him up in the sleigh beside her, and as she wrapped the fur about him, he felt as if he were sinking into a snowdrift. Are you still cold? She asked, and kissed him on the forehead. Rawr. That kiss was colder than ice. He felt it right down to his heart, half of which was already an icy lump. He felt as if he were dying, but only for a moment. Then he felt quite comfortable, and no longer noticed the cold. My sled! Don't forget my sled. It was the only thing he thought of. They tied it to one of the white hens, which flew along after them with the sled on its back. The Snow Queen kissed Kay once more, and then he forgot little Gerda, and grandmother, and all the others at home. You won't get any more kisses now, she said, or else I should kiss you to death. Kay looked at her. She was so beautiful. A cleverer and prettier face he could not imagine. She no longer seemed to be made of ice, as she had seemed when she sat outside his window and beckoned to him. In his eyes, she was perfect. And he was not at all afraid. He told her how he could do more.